0: So, at um, one of my former parish, there's this woman who I-, I liked. I liked her. But I could never, ever figure her out. Um, like, I just couldn't get a psychological kind of profile of her. Because, first of all, she um, was very sweet to me. But wow, if she found out you had a fault. Uh, she would ride you on it. She would be upset because you have that fault and you have that fault. And then once we're, as a staff, we're talking and she mentions this other person, guy, who got convicted. And she says, well, I really like him. And honestly, God, it was this dead silence in the, among the staff because he wasn't only just a criminal. He committed the worst crime you could ever commit Um, and we're all stunned she says well i like them it's like wow from the woman who if you make one little mistake if she finds a fault in you you are you know you're not catholic enough but you commit the worst crime of humanity if she likes you that's okay but she'd always just be picking apart people's faults so i couldn't really figure her out and another time in front of the staff she said well, you know, you have to love the sinner and hate, uh, hate the sin. And I usually, well, I, I don't know if I do this, I, but suddenly I had to say something. So I said, my problem with that is that when people say that, the accent of the sentence is on hate the sinner. They're not really putting any um, effort into loving the sinner. They're ready to condemn the sinner. And it makes you look like you're really, like, open-minded. Love the sinner, but hate the sinner. I don't hate you. I just hate your sin. And I said, the problem is, is that the accent is always on the hate. And then this woman, wow, it really was. If she found out somebody's fault, you're doomed. Um, And it just occurred to me, like, didn't make any sense how she works. Because the worst criminal, as long as he was nice to her, he could do no wrong anybody else you would condemn and my only point about the story is um it got me thinking i a i hate that love the sinner hate the sinner because that's usually what hateful people say but you think and this is my problem i don't know if i really love 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 the sinner i tolerate them (laughs) but i don't know if i really love them um and i'm not gonna make excuses and my only point guess be is that if i look at myself i do the same thing she does i sometimes gerrymander who deserves my love um and like i thought about that and i thought i have to stop making exceptions on who i get to love and i do do that which i think is a sin uh the woman i was speaking of she does the same thing if i can criticize her for her silly comment why wouldn't i criticize myself that Like, I don't fully love sinners or anybody I think is one. I just put a lot of distance between me and them. Um, And so my point being is that, or getting to the gospel, Jesus in the gospel sees Zacchaeus. He is a public sinner, a lot of faults there. And Zacchaeus does have a hunger. He's climbing the tree to see Jesus. And Jesus walks over and says, I'm going to eat with you tonight. Jesus doesn't come to him once he's confessed his sins. Jesus comes to him while he is a sinner. Jesus has this urge. And in this part of the Gospel of Luke, Jesus desperately is in love with us, anyone who's a sinner. Shouldn't we be the same way? You know, know, like, wildly in love with people, even with their faults. Not blind to them. That I want everybody, even the worst sinner, to be saved. So... I do love that. Like, ah, that's where I need to go and pray. Not love the sinner, hate the sinner. I need to pray to be like Jesus, that I wildly want to invite a sinner to Mass, every sinner to feast. And when it says knock on the door and uh, I'm knocking on your heart in the first reading, love that. But remember, Christ is knocking on our door, and if we answer, what we get is, He says, this makes this promise of the father in him will offer us this divine meal and then you jump forward and what john sees is the divine meal of heaven in heaven you know there's this great eucharistic banquet and i think knock on the door is this like i think christ is knocking on my door that i can love i that i want to love everybody not looking at their faults and mistakes I think that prepares us for the divine feast of heaven. Otherwise, you play this game of, um, oh no, I, I love you, I just hate your sin. <laughs> well, the problem is, have you met anybody who's like the Virgin Mary who hasn't sinned? I mean, there's always something to dislike about other people. Why not be like Christ and see Zacchaeus and say, I ah, I'm madly in love with you. I've got to eat with you. I just think our accent should be on love. Hello, this is Father Len McMillan. I'd like to take a moment to thank you for listening to our podcast. If they've been a blessing to you. I'd also like to invite you to prayerfully discern supporting the podcast financially, your generosity would help support the ongoing production and distribution of the podcast. If you'd like to make a donation, you can simply click the link in the podcast description. Be sure to tell us your donation is for the podcast in the comment section of the submission form. Again, thank you for your support as we seek to share the good news of the gospel. May God bless you for your generosity.